talking about alienating demographics. I was reading this thing. (laughs) I was reading this uh, thing about Jesus. It's Easter. Did you know that? It is, yes. Yeah, Um, they give you you chocolate eggs. I still don't understand how that relates to a man dying and coming back to life. Just raw eggs are not tasty. That's that's why. (laughs) Anyway, so talking about alienating demographics. Turns out, because Jesus, Jesus came back from the dead, right? That's what Easter's all about, I believe. Sure, sure. zombie um, Jesus, I remember. Yeah, zombie. So it's not, he's not a zombie. He's, right? Well, it's my second favourite Jesus. Baby Jesus, then zombie Jesus. They're my, they're yeah, my two favourite Jesuses. He's not a zombie because zombies, you know, can't be coherent. They're, you know, brainless or mindless, crazed, eat you kind of creatures i know some salespeople like that though yeah well there are plenty of them (laughs) but there's actually um because jesus came back with in in the book i'm I'm not stating this as fact uh but in the book jesus came back with all his wounds right but he was still animated and he was quite nice and he didn't try and eat anybody's brains so there's actually a type of come back from the dead kind of thing which this is perfectly describes it. It's called a tisk. A tisk. That's the yeah. noise I make when I'm disappointed in someone. Tsk, tsk. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. And if you look this up, basically, he's you bind your soul to your body. So even if your body is killed, mm-hmm. your soul can still control the 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 body effectively. And they generally have okay. like necromancy skills. Like they can bring people back from the dead and stuff like this. So effectively, oh. Jesus was one of those. This Jesus is, this was is... a necromancer. That is necromancer. so my next album. There you go. Jesus was a necromancer. Well, it makes sense. All the magic what spells What songs would and... you have? Yeah, magic spells, turn water what? into wine. Um, I'd, I'd probably have to start off with um, putting my life out there on a cross would probably be my my first. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. Fisherman and men. Hashtag no homo. Um, I, mean, I, can, I can alienate a lot of people on this one. I've only got yeah. a bucket of water. What are we going to do at this party? Um, you're so high. That's a Katy Perry this. rip, that one. <laughs> All right, I was going to say you're, you're so high. You probably think this bread and wine actually multiplies. <laughs> the disciples of Jesus. That's just another follow-up album as well. This the, um, the trials and tribulations of Judas, something like this. Oh, I got a great, I got a great track. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, Judas, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> That's it. We've lost all of our listeners now. We don't even yeah. need to make podcasts okay. anymore. That's it. Next week. All right. <laughs> episode two. Here we go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's just start the podcast, eh? Let's start the podcast.
even some know great like, things about yes? this new music i've had so much good feedback about the revamp of the music it's the same but it's different and people have noticed and they noticed before i noticed and i pay attention there you go there you go i, I can say yeah. that we've we've made 1100 listens on our podcast uh today boom the 1k mark Beautiful. One 1k mark went by while we were having a hiatus in between season two and three uh these what are what did unplanned. you do in your hiatus sonic what did i do i worked a lot mm, you traveled <laughs> the world you i did travel the world did a lot went of to traveling. china vietnam yep. hong kong taipei and how were the hotel rooms at these places yeah, pretty good actually. Uh, I must say, oh, okay. we get stiffed here in Australia for money. <laughs> we get stiffed in the UK too. So a can of soft drink here in Australia, one can, is around about $2.50 to $4.50, depending on what kind of rip-off merchant you're talking to. And okay. $2.50 is, is cheap, right, comparatively. Now you can go to a Bunnings barbecue. I think they're a dollar fifty, but they, that's the one-offs. Even in the supermarket, you buy ten cans for fifteen dollars at normal price. So that's in the supermarket. So I think you know cans of drink here are quite expensive. In Vietnam or China or Hong Kong, a can of drink is around about thirty-three to sixty cents. <laughs> wow. And I'm wow. like, how how are they selling this? But then, not only that, food is dramatically cheap. Like Maltesers. Do you know what a Malteser is, right? Yeah, Mal- we have Maltesers. Malt chocolate home, balls. Home yeah. Maltesers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So how much does a, a you know, the buckets of Maltesers, like you get a small bucket and it has a whole bunch of Maltesers in it. They're, yeah. Here, they're around about 10 to $15. How much is it in the UK? Okay, as a diabetic, I haven't bought them recently, so I'm quickly Googling them. Uh, you can get a party bucket, a small party bucket for yeah. 13, 13 pounds. 13 pounds, uh, which is around about 15 yeah. to 18 Australian dollars. Um, so in China, that party bucket, $2.30. Somebody want to tell me okay. why China can sell... Maltese is in a bucket for $2.30 and we have to pay $18 or 13 pounds for the same bucket. I can tell you why. Greed. Where does that 10? And it's not, it's not like Chinese $2. It's Australian $2 in China. That's how much it costs. Like it's nothing. But for whatever reason, we're paying... Almost 10 times as much. I don't understand how they've worked out these pricing schemes. And and we pay through the absolute nose to buy very standard things. In Australia, alcohol is mm. really expensive, of course. Um, but yeah, which is fine. I mean, alcohol, alcohol, well, it's not even. It's tax <laughs> mostly. Yeah, but, oh, God, yeah. But just normal things, like a can of Fanta that comes from the Coca-Cola company, costs so dramatically more here than it does overseas. Um, insane. 
and, and those are some small examples, but everything, prawns, beef, chicken, everything, it's all, it's all through the roof here. But over there, it's, it's nothing, like nothing. You can live on mm. almost nothing for normal foodstuffs. It's insane. Well, my friend, my friend um, sold his house and moved out to Thailand and never came back. Um, and he's still living off the money from his house and will do for many, many, many years because yeah. literally it cost him like a grand for a year. Like that's not even an exaggeration. Like the exchange rate was ridiculous when he went over there. It was even now with our economy the way it is, the British pound is still a lot of money in Thailand. So yeah, it is. Um, it is weird how that happens. And I also um, so these going back to the first thing where we alienated everyone with Christianity and everything. Um, the the charity things that like you get. I, I don't know what it's like in Australia, but in the UK we've got Red Nose Day, um, Children in yeah, Need. We've stuff, got all yeah. these, all these things that are they cured evangelical. SIDS. Stopping there for a second. Do you know that they found yeah. the cure for the SIDS or found the cause yeah. of it or whatever it was? Yeah, look yeah. that up. It's really exciting. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Our evangelical but, things. But yeah, these evangelical celebrities, etc. You know, on screen with their multi-million-pound bank accounts, asking us to give money, and people do. People give money, and then we're supposed to have rescued Africa about fifty times over now financially. You know, and then you look at the exchange rate, and you look at how much it costs. So if you took that money and took it to China, took it to Thailand, bought the stuff over there, and then shipped it over, you get more bang for your buck, etc. Yeah, every year we're still doing the same evangelical Christian thing of of giving money to to help. Uh, what's the word? Uh, my Altruistic. mother, my mother does it. Yeah, but it's the um, oh, the thing where Christians think that they're saving the universe um, by preaching the love of God and giving people a chocolate bar at the same time. Oh, what's it called? Where they go build houses and stuff. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. So my mum does it. She's gone out and she's done. She's gone to like a compound. This is hysterical to me. She's gone. She's gone out to a compound in the middle of Thailand with security on the outside, and um, she's like got all these children that have been bought in and stuff, and like they give them food and they give them like uh, like clothes and so on. But they also like have services and uh, just general evangelism and stuff. Um, and and then they come home. Mission. It's called a mission. Yeah, missionaries. Missionaries. That's it. Missionaries. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the whole Christian missionary thing. So I do want to preference this with a. I do kind of understand costs in Australia and the UK because number one thing we have um, over, say, Vietnam, is like a proper sewage system and road structure. Oh yeah. Right now that makes sense, uh, but then the problem I have is that China. Beijing, I was in recently. Very, very nice country, um, China, and very, very nice city, Beijing. Perfectly good roads, perfectly good. Everything's beautiful. It's nice and clean. Uh, there's all kinds of setups for people to, to charge up their electric bikes. They all use electric bikes and cars. Um, they have a full government support system. And like, okay, it's a communist country. That's it's let's not sugarcoat that. It's it's you wouldn't know while you were there, just so just so we're aware. They all have mobile phones, they drive cars, they have supermarkets and KFC and McDonald's and it's all the same as you live day to day life. The the streets are clean, the roads are built properly. 
They have work teams that build giant structures. They they one of the fastest builders in the whole world, and yet a can of Fanta is still thirty cents, right? <laughs> crazy, absolutely crazy. They all, they yeah. also have a welfare system, like they they have all kinds of stuff. Uh, yes, they do have a one point something billion people, so that's potentially a um, a, a giving. But we could do we could do better in our countries, UK and, and Australia, for prices and for it's quality of living. Over here. There's a lot of lot of greed that has led to a lot of issues in this country, and we're finally get finally finally getting to the point where we can vote out the political party that's been in power for over 13 years now, and it's all kicking off because of the amount of money and and land and so on that's been given to mates and so on and investors and dodgy deals and all these undercover tapes of things going on and whatever um but interestingly the political party that is in power at the moment has done some very underhanded surprise surprise tactical things um where they've taken the name of their party and the familiar party colors off all their social medias and they've just put that they're an mp in an area and then the doors the letters that go through the doors are branded in um opposition colors in in other other company colors for other political parties so literally it makes it look like they're actually representing a different party from what they're they're, they're representing and that's the level of low that they're at at the moment knowing full well they're going to be voted out of the political party i mean it's very easy to criticize political people generally because yeah they're generally looking after only themselves although the theory is that they're looking after everybody generally looking after themselves and well there's plenty of stuff to get into on that thing and potentially one day we will but i think right now the point of this first part of our podcast is to say that listen profit is great we all like profit we all want to make it but when a company through a pandemic is making record profits i'm not talking about this making like 30% they're making profits coming out their wazoo, the the revenue generation through a period where the government was supporting them and paying their employees for them and they made record, double, triple, in some case, growth and and their employees were being paid by the government because they were on offer because of this pandemic and then we come out of the other side of that and those companies are now, you know, got all of this money in the bank to do whatever they want to do it can't be uh the person whose mortgage is now going up every single month from rba decisions by 0.25 or 0.5 percent and that person's fault that that everything's gone to crap the the way that their monetary policy is at the moment in Australia is that if you are spending money, somehow you're the problem, you're the reason why inflation is an issue. But the yeah, reality is the the reality is is that what's happened is our money's not worth as much as it used to be because a can of drink is four dollars fifty. Right? A, a can of drink should be thirty cents. And the, and the reason why it's $4.50 is because they've been putting the price up for years. Now, it was $4.50 before the pandemic, and it's still $4.50. A loaf of bread is is doubled. It, it, 
these these things that companies are doing, they're still paying their employees the same amount, right? The loaf of bread didn't cost them double to make, but they put their price up double. It's got nothing to do with the guy who's, you know, buying himself a new bike because he wants to enjoy life now that the pandemic's over. It's all to do with companies like supermarket chains doubling their profits, on the same products, wages same haven't the gone oil up. Industry over here, oil industry over here is um, the rest of Europe is getting oil and petrol at like a, a re, like a, like five percent of the price that we're paying. Like that's that's the extreme at the moment, and they're saying that it's because of the Russian war. However, the rest of Europe is fine. They're not admitting it's part of Brexit where we left the shared market where we could trade at a lower price and everything's gone up. And also they're refusing to tax the profiteers who are making like I can't even calculate how much of a percentage profit they're making. It's it's ridiculous. And we get prices are going up on heating, prices are going up on gas and electricity in the same breath as saying Shell has just had the biggest year of their entire existence going in the news. And it's just like, this is mental. Like, you're advertising that the greed is just a, like a thing that's just going on and we just have to live with it. Like, it's it's mental. Yeah. So speaking of all these things, um, we do have a sponsor for this podcast. I mean, I only assume that yeah, he's still our sponsor. Uh, someone, we should... someone who's not greedy. Yeah, someone who's someone not who's greedy. The opposite of these things. The amazing, the amazing uh, support that he's given us over the period of our podcast, and this is our third season now. We're very season excited. Yeah. Seriously, like what a what a great um, outcome for both of us when we started this podcast. We just really wanted to do it together. And getting to season three and having the support of Marshall Pro Music has really made the difference, I think. And I think you guys, if you are thinking of starting your own podcast, you guys should go and uh, have a chat with Marshall and, and see what he can offer you for services because it's instrumental to us and it's very, very um, cheap. That's the other thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? I, I, I don't yeah, mind saying cheap. Think, People don't yeah, like the word cheap. You might think that because it's cheap, it's not good high quality. Um, literally engage with him in one conversation and ask him to send you a before and after of anything that he's worked on and yeah. you'll see how many hours this man puts into like professionally delivering this stuff. He is a very talented individual. He's in a and new band. The price is low. Oh, this band is insane as well. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I'm well excited for him. Fair play to him. He, he, he had to audition yeah. for it and he slayed it. And Yeah, fair play to him. Good, good going, man. Good going. We should anyway. uh, get some of his music on the show. Hey, Marshall, if you want to put some of your music on the show, you know, we'll, we'll let you have a little spot here. But have a listen to him. Let him tell you all about it and uh, we'll be back in yeah. a sec. Marshall Pro Music, your one-stop shop for all things podcast. Whether it's editing, mixing, mastering, voiceovers, intros or outros, we take care of it all here at Marshall Pro Music. So visit marshallpromusic.com now for the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. marshallpromusic.com, helping you and your podcast. Excellent! Hi, it's Marsh, here on a personal note. Here to say a big thank you to Sonic and the General and all the listeners that have joined us here at marshallpromusic.com. And 
given the opportunity for a shameless self-plug. If you'd like to hear some of my music, go and visit SoundCloud forward slash Hands of the Planets. Yes, SoundCloud. There's a free album up there for everyone to listen to. And I'll drop a track at the end of this podcast. Happy listening. Now let's get back to the good content. So there you go. There's a... Uh... There's an option for, I'll tell you what, I am really, I thought it was like, wow, he's in a band. Is he going to have time to do our stuff now? I don't know. <laughs> he will. He will. He's he, been in he a, a few bands in the past and he's also been a solo artist for quite a while. So, uh, but he, uh, his, his yeah. work agenda is like the opposite of us basically. So when we're in work, he's resting. When we're home with the family, he's out at work because he does all the evening entertainment and the weekend yeah, right. entertainment. So he, so when he's during the day, when he wakes up and when he's not gardening, because he does love his getting his green thumbs out, um, he is making music, doing music production. He's a very busy, um, hard grinding individual. Like, so, you know, fair play to him. Yeah, fair, fair, fair play indeed. I always respect people that can get it done because it is difficult. It is difficult to get your uh, mind in tune with what you want to do and keep that focus. It is very, very difficult, and we all struggle with it. And he's doing a very, very good job. So, all props to to Marshall there. Now, on to the main topic. We didn't. We haven't had a. Um, we haven't had a uh, what? Do, what do we call them? Segments before? Well, that's okay. Small that's segments. We might have one at the end, yeah, but the first episode. Yeah. So today we're going to be focusing on one of our more popular topics, which is uh, hey. a- aliens. Brains? What? No, aliens and space Aliens, moods. <laughs> aliens space moods. Space moods. <laughs> <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> Go on then. Let's, let's kick like, this off. What, what the crap is space moon, says General. Now, I actually, I have something very specific in mind when I say space moon. And this is, um, and actually, I, I, I made a mistake a little while ago and I thought that uh, the moon Titan was actually around Jupiter. But it isn't. It's around Saturn. Oh. And Saturn, I, I don't know. You which one do you think is the more popular planet in, in our solar system? Saturn or Jupiter? Which one's your favorite? Oh, I like Saturn because it's got the ring, but I think Jupiter's the coolest one, I think. Yeah, well, it's the it's big, like it's all, the Texan it's all one. It's marbly and it's made out of gas and it's got the extra planets and stuff. You know, they're both made yeah. out of gas, right? No, I didn't actually. I didn't. Yeah, know most Saturn. most I of the planets, most of the planets in our solar system are gas giants: Neptune, Saturn, Jupiter. Um, I think I'm not sure about Uranus. <laughs> I'm They're not all... sure about Uranus either. <laughs> it's full of gas. <laughs> uh, okay, so the four gas Fart giants jokes. in our solar system are. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, which is surprising yeah. because I thought Neptune, water. It's not. It's it was a water blue. planet. Yeah. Well, there we so go. it's we blue because of the blue. spectrum that we see it through in our lenses. But effectively, um, Saturn's a gas giant. And yeah. it has a has a moon 
Uh, it has many moons, but I think there's nine, seven or nine. Uh, I see I'm educated on this stuff. I'm just re- doing this from memory. This is actually not rehearsed whatsoever. So Saturn has lots of moons and one of them is called Titan. Titan is the most interesting planetoid moon in our solar system, in my opinion. And the reason why okay. is because it's uh, it has an ice surface, but underneath the ice surface, it's liquid water. And we oh. think... Okay. That there's actually an ocean underneath the surface of Titan and that it it has the potential oh. to harbor life. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Plants can live underwater, can't they? So, yeah. Yeah, and fish, and you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but then the oxygen side of things and all that science things would need plants, wouldn't it, in the first place? And that's why that's where I was going. It would have the environment to then support life. Yeah, and it'd be really so, interesting to see if a different form of life had formed if there's no plants and there's more hydrogen, for instance, or some other type of gas that uh, and, and some other type of process that creates oxygen because uh, what we do is we breathe in oxygen and it goes into our bodies and then we mm-hmm, yeah. put that oxygen into our bloodstream in form of – in ferrets, uh, ferret ferritus cells which is iron by the way uh, and that goes around your body and then it collects all the carbon that you've sort of burnt off from all of the energy expansion <clears throat> and then you breathe it out and the carbon uh, and oxygen have mixed together and they create carbon dioxide which is one carbon two uh, oxygens I believe and and that comes out of your body and then that then goes into some sort of plant or uh, photosynthesis element, and and that plant will then collect the carbon and release the oxygen, and then the oxygen goes back into a, a, one of our creatures in, on this planet, us or animals or whatever, and goes through that cycle. And that's how oxygen and carbon dioxide are interchanged between the two species. But you could potentially have something very different. Um, you could have an animal that... Uh, likes carbon as its energy source and it drives it, it pulls that out of the carbon dioxide and then you could have other animals that use the oxygen and you could have that kind of interface you don't you don't necessarily need plants um, photosynthesis mm. is is what we use here on the earth and we wouldn't understand what could possibly be on another planet like Titan or something like this but that's the whole thing about aliens right is that they're supposed to be different. Oh, yeah. If they were exactly the yeah, same as us, yeah. they wouldn't be aliens. They'd just be on well, a different planet. It's always been that long-running conversation over carbon life forms, which we're known as being, and silicon life forms, which have been, you know, there's always been that conversation. The theorised, like, yeah. Yeah, who's, who's to say there are other other options and so on? Uh, just as a side note, Saturn apparently in 2021, it may have been updated since, has 82 known moons, there you which go. is a lot more than I expected. Well, so Earth has like a hundred and twenty something. What moons? Yeah. Wow. Have have okay. a look. So we'll Google this right now, just because it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> how many moons does the Earth have? I mean, I've only ever seen one. So, <laughs> right? It's an interesting, right? Um, so we have one, right? 
Okay. But yeah, we have lots of satellites, hundreds but, and thousands of satellites. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it depends on what you classify as a moon. And you can have um, one moon because we just have this really big one. But then you can have uh, many, many like different moons according to – I'm just trying to find this um, information about what the actual – hang on, I can play this, play this QI sketch. Potentially, no, it goes for six minutes. We're not going to do that. But there's more than one, or there's one. <laughs> there you go. Okay, more than one or one. So right. one thing I find interesting about our one moon, and I think this is a great little campfire conversation, is sometimes during the day at certain times of the year, in the UK, in the area of the world where I live, in Wales, I look up in the sky and there's this bright golden thing that the we chicken know moon. the sun. We call it the chicken moon. And then at the same time, almost parallel to it, there is a big white disc that's reflective known as the moon during the day. And it confuses me sometimes as to (laughs) A, how dark it must be on the opposite side of the planet from me without the mirror and the light source being there. And then B, how does that moon then get back around when it's dark? <laughs> like it sort of goes for a quick jolly run around the earth and then comes back up. It's it's the I, I get that it's the the um rotation of the planet in proportion to where the the axis is for both of those things. But it's just really weird to see the moon out during a day. And I, I remember seeing it as a child and thinking, it's a Death Star, <laughs> you know, because obviously you weren't expecting the moon to be out during the day. So but the yeah, moon? I, I, I was... Moons are weird. So do you know how the form uh, taking away from the whole theme of Jesus and, and Christianity and how the earth was made via the Bible? Um do you actually know how the Earth was formed in the early solar system? So, well, I guess it depends on, on the scientific theory that you subscribe to. Are we referring to the Big Bang on this one? Is this the... No, 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 just the Earth. Forget yep. the, you, we're talking a few, a few billion years after the Big Bang. Um, yeah. And time scales are, are what they are. I, I don't know what the exact time frame is, but they are what they are. So... There was our solar system was forming. There's lots of rocks and gases and stuff around, and uh, our sun had formed. And now we're sort of everyone was sorting out their their trajectory around the sun, their orbits, so to speak. Uh, this is I'm I'm acting like the planets of people, right? So you've got Mercury, you've got uh, the you've got Uranus, you've got Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune. Pluto, if you, I, I like Pluto. Pluto is a planet in my opinion, yep. but, um, yeah. and then you've got the Earth and you've got this other planet, right? And the Earth okay. and the other planet were actually on opposite orbits. So one was spinning uh, clockwise, and the Earth was spinning counterclockwise, effectively, if we're looking top down on the solar system. And the uh, that happened for a while. And, and they were collecting the rocks and dust and building themselves up. And they were about similar size. 
And what happened was eventually the the two planets being similar size, drifting at the same distance from the sun, uh, decided that they were going to run into each other in such a like a catastrophically catastrophe way. And I mean, these two planets smashed into each other and all of their debris went into this sort of bubble and the moon lost is effectively what happened. So the moon uh, was another planet, planetoid, that, and we're not, there was no people on these planets at the time, right? This is like, they were just rock and lava yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and reactions. Pulling all the, all the, yeah, all the dust into the earth and all the space dust. So the moon dust. is effectively the loser out of this collision. And it sort of stuck to the earth, kept around the earth and created itself a new ball. Because uh, as you spin through the universe and you collect things, the only natural shape that you'll ever create is a sphere. Unlike some other people's theories of flat earth, <laughs> Spheres, yeah. spheres are the natural form that we all fear, that we all uh, form in a in a vacuum. Um, if a whole bunch of people got stuck out in space and they you know started drifting towards each other because they would from atomic mass attraction, uh, eventually you'd make a big sphere of people, probably dead people, but you'd still be a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is taking and a grim. And then cat would come along and knock you off, yeah. knock you off the table, right? Um, yeah. Or a turtle or something. But yeah. so the moon, sort of being just a giant rock left over, all of the mass from that other planet falls, uh, gathers around the Earth, and then the, we start moving in one direction, right? Just like the bend, and we move, and and the moon sticks there in in the orbit around the Earth. And the actual um, – so the moon and the earth are made out of the same stuff because we have a lot of the moon on our surface already because it, it used to be a, another planet. And the actual moon doesn't spin. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I did know that. It, it, um, the, 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 we see, that's hence the dark side of the moon. I think that's why we yeah. always see the same – Face, yeah, yeah, exactly. It 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 faces the Earth, so it's a geocentric or orbit of of yeah. Earth, and and this is why people think that it's like an alien mothership or something. And it's still possible. Like I say, it isn't. <laughs> the the funniest the funnest reason why people like to think things like this about space, and you know, a lot of people think we never landed on the moon in the, in the sixties or whatever fifties or whatever it was, sure. um, mm-hmm. because. You know, you're the radiation belt. A lot of flat earthers are the same way. Um, and a lot of people who think that America's so up themselves that they would try this thing and rah, rah, rah. And there is, there's no real evidence towards it, although there is lots of TV shows trying to, to put evidence towards it. There is this period of time when the space uh, shuttle went around the back of the moon for the first time. And yeah. the the signal couldn't go through the moon, right? To to send the aliens are running interference, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's no satellites on the moon, so you can't send a signal around the planetoid. You can't, and you know we have trouble sending signals through bedroom walls yeah, we, rather than we have to bounce, bounce signals around it because we can't go through it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's this period of time where the space shuttle. Uh, gets to 
one side of the moon that can now no longer send messages and it comes out the other side of the moon and can send messages again. Um, if you want some stuff about that, it's really interesting because everybody's theorizing what they saw on the backside of the moon. And because it's only a small group of people that went round the moon, they're the only ones who know exactly what happened and some of them are dead now. So uh, there's this whole theory that there's this, you know, there's Nazis on the backside of the moon or there's this giant worm bio nanobot creature. There's a new movie. Did you see that um, movie uh, with, oh, what's the guy's name? Seth, is it? And, and the moon cra- is like crashing into the earth. And there's a whole oh, that, the the moon is basically a Dyson sphere, and it's got an alien structure on the inside of it. Rah, rah, rah. So no, no. seen that one. I'll look out for that. Oh, what a, you haven't seen that one? It's it's quite new. Let me have a look. Uh, moon movies. I've got Google moon movies. Careful, you, I don't do an image search on that one. Uh. Transformers did a dark side of the moon. Independence yeah, yeah. Day did dark side. Moonfall is what it's called. Okay. Um, it it got bad reviews, but I really like it. It's a good movie. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. Yes, with Halle Berry and John Br- Bradley. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can't remember very much of it though. Um, which doesn't bode well. I have seen it. I, I think it was just all the throwaway. There was a load of throwaway quips and stuff. It's great. It. It's great. The, the, yeah, the basically there's there's an alien uh, in the middle of the moon. Spoiler alert. And uh, and it's being attacked by another alien. And to protect the human race, this alien keeps the moon from crashing into the uh, Earth. And it like watches over, it's like a spaceship, so it watches over the earth. And this other alien has found the humans and it wants to eradicate all the humans. So it's trying to crash the moon into the earth and a battle ensues, right? (laughs) So I I think it's worth watching. I thought it was really good. But um, you either get one or two people. You get the people that hate it because it's dumb Oh, you get the people like me who love it because it's dumb. Um, so it's good. Watch that movie if you want, want a good laugh and a good time. Also, John Wick 4. Watch John Wick 4. Totally unrelated. Loud. That but film it's... is loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in London and um, the cinema I went to see it in uh, had this uh, Bollywood uh, engagement party before us and there was a stand and they had to clean it up and turn it back into a cinema. And we went back in and they did not turn down the speakers from when the guy used the microphone. And I was oh, sat wow. next to the speakers and the opening three seconds of that film, I was in a different <laughs> cinema. I jumped so high, like literally my, I, I had my fingers in my ears and I could hear the whole dialogue. I was like, oh, this is a loud film. But what a film. <laughs> what an absolute belter of a film. There I can were, tell you. Mo- you know, there were moments in it, but it forget forget the plot. Don't worry about the plot. Yeah. Just watch the film and you'll have a great time because I can't say it's too fresh, this movie. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. But I can yeah. say one thing right now. Don't worry about the storyline in this movie because that's not what you watch John Wick for. Uh, there's plenty of what you want. <laughs> 
in there, mm-hmm. which is which is the gunplay and and there's other, there's lots of stuff, lots of things that happen, lots of good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But forget the plot because it doesn't add up. Okay. <laughs> there's no real, there's, It's stupid. It's a man who loves his wife and goes to extremes to avenge a dog, probably in the amount that I'm pretty sure government bodies would probably be aware. Yeah. (laughs) That would be all over the news worldwide. (laughs) Yeah, forget that. (laughs) Forget forget the financial situation that happens. I'm just yes. going to go through it yeah. as as, yeah. as nonchalantly as I can. Forget the financial situation because that doesn't make any sense. And forget no. the ending because that also doesn't make any sense. But yeah. Yeah. if you watch the movie, it's amazing. There is a post-credit <laughs> scene as well, incidentally. After about four hours of credits, there is a, there is a post-credit scene, yes. It's about ah. 10 seconds long in the post-credits. I haven't, I really, I didn't think there was one. And not only is there post-credits, but the absolute asses who made the film have announced that one place in the world, as in one country or one area, has a completely different post-credits scene as well, just to be absolute asses. But yes, yeah. So, yeah, go watch go, go watch John Wick 4. It's good. Um, so there may be a John Wick 5. And, well... They've got um, the, the spin-offs. There's two spin-offs. There's the ballerina. The ballerina. Which, um, John. There's ballerina yeah, one John and Wick two. Will yeah. be in that. John Wick will make an appearance in that. And then there's the prequel, uh, which was Winston's story, the hotel, the, the forming of the the hotel. So that's a TV series that's coming out. I I think there'll be a John Wick five. Potentially, yeah. If there isn't, like, this is this is this is going to be my. It's sort of like when the Matrix had the middle movie and everybody hated yeah. it because they didn't really get what was going on. Um, but once you see the whole series, you get the middle has to be there. You can't have a story with a beginning and an end and no middle. It, it doesn't work. Um, no. And the middle bit normally is kind of sad. It's like Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Same thing. So John Wick, two through. Four is the middle, in my opinion. The ending hasn't come yet. And I think that's why this one doesn't specifically make sense. Because I agree. agree. I don't want to give too much away. Right, exactly. I've seen it before in Hollywood. I've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. We have to have we have to have a five for for it to round out. Now there were a uh, lot of homages in that film. Have you seen the film Warriors? No. Well, you mean the New Zealand okay. one? The old-fashioned Warriors. Yeah, Warriors come out to play. That one. I haven't. If if you haven't, well, the, the scene in Paris is um, a homage to that with the person talking into the radio mic and talking to everyone. It's exactly like a proper oh, homage right, right, to right. that. Anyway, um, it, it's digress. a great film. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So the point is, go and see that film. Uh, but... Aliens. Now, we found that uh, people like aliens. I like aliens. I think General likes aliens. aliens. And I think what we like about aliens is that there's something we don't know out there. Sure. There are are 
I think people who don't like aliens are people who don't like having things that are unknown and don't like new things. And people that do like mm-hmm. aliens are people who love the idea that they don't know everything and that they're going to find something out and it's going to be exciting and, and great. And I, I think just that's, want the overlords to come down and stop war. That's, you know, that's all I want. Which, which type stop of aliens? <laughs> so we've, we've done space moons. Uh, see, now it makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Makes sense. What I was talking about, um, but yeah, Titan could have life on it. That's what, that's the whole point of that. And if you want to know more about Titan, go look that up. I, I encourage you to do so. Ooh, something's going Beans. on with my computer, or is it your computer? Oh, no, it was your computer. I don't know what it was. Okay. Okay. There, there we go. Um, yeah. Back. So we've. We're back. None of this crappy aliens, I was saying. None of this crappy <laughs> aliens. So none of these microbes, none of these like non-sentient beings. We want real, you know, we want the insectoids, we want the reptilians, we want the greys, we want the, you know, space armadas. Do you want the body snatchers or do you want just plain aliens? A, I, I'd like the body snatchers, to be fair. One so of you, my favorite you don't films want to know the on. aliens are here? You, you want, want the those. aliens to come? I like... I like V. I, I like. I grew up on V, and I like the. Do you like it v. as a story, like, or do you want to live that life? I'd like to live that life, to be honest. So, are you the alien, or are you the person that no, that no, I'm, body I'm, I'm the human Melissa. that turns on all the other humans and, and worships our alien overlords because right, right, that down, everybody, if we're going for charges no, uh, in the future, general is yeah, yeah. Shoot him I want to be in lieutenants in the army in the army war. Yeah, no. have you seen the fifth I, wave? I, yes, I, and I like the fifth wave too. Okay, don't say anything about that movie because if people haven't seen it, it has quite a good. I can't even say the word without giving it away. Watch the fifth wave. That's it. End of that story. It's a really good movie. Um, if you like From Dusk Till Dawn, if you like that kind of movie, you'll like The Fifth Wave. And I don't mean vampires no, and stuff, the, I just mean the, the style of the movie. Spoiler free, the spoiler free, uh, spoiler free thing with The Fifth Wave is it's literally um, aliens have been four times before and this is them coming back for their fifth, fifth round, basically. And there's been some battles beforehand. So... It's quite quite an interesting one, but there's a great moments in that film, like found footage moments and stuff. It's a good movie. Cool. Yeah, I was uh, actually really surprised cool. when I watched that movie how good it was. Um, okay, so aliens, uh, you want to, you yep. want V style aliens? I want I want the aliens from Stargate. The um, what, oh, what's, the what's the name? They Thor and everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh. Asgardians. That's the one. Asgardians. I want those guys. I want the ones that the bring the super breeze. intergalactic spaceships that can travel between galaxies and can just get I around. I thought they were done very well. <laughs> I thought they were done very well in Men in Black because they were tiny inside robotic human bodies. I don't know why they're so um, beaten up by the Gua'ul because the Gua'ul are basically idiot children with spaceships. Yeah, yeah, they're foot soldiers. Yeah. And I don't know why. Tantrum leaders. Yeah. The actual um, 
Asgardians seem to have a lot more trouble with the replicators. And they, I think they made the replicators, didn't they? Something yeah, the little spidery like creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was interesting. Um, I like I like a lot of science fiction, and I like a lot of alien stories. I used to really love the X Files and the 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 teetering on the edge of do aliens exist that went throughout the majority of that um, was really really nice. And there, there's just so many topics about aliens that i could talk about i don't necessarily want alien overlords but i do i do romanticize about but if, the fact but that if... humanity would would <laughs> humanity would have to change its religious approach its political approach everything because we'd either have a common enemy or we'd have a superior power that we'd be trying to exploit because that's you know human nature apparently General sitting um, there with a cigar saying, I don't always want alien overlords, but when I do, I'm turning my ass around and going with them. Big red button. <laughs> big red button to press over here. It's galvanized, you know. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Don't see, normally it's me with the list, but General's like, screw you, humans. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You've got a list. I've got the world. So, you know, yeah, but I'm very pointed like, no. with my focus. That's how it works. Yeah. I just don't like assholes but yes. yeah well, well um, i mean shit i don't like assholes either it's just <laughs> dependent on the subjectivity of what an asshole happens to be yes um so aliens yeah I'd, I'd like to meet a civilization that's intelligent and not just these like little bits of insects floating in water or you know whatever kind of thing i like i'd like us to and there's and there was something recently, wasn't it? There was. I, I'm sure I sent it to you. There was a signal um, that clarified oh, the, that there is actually. Um, where is it? I found a news article. Yeah, it, it's it you, it's not I? necessarily saying that there is aliens. It's saying that it's a coherent radio signal that there's definitely something going on on that planet. Because uh, radio signals are misunderstood ah. in the media. It's magnetic, yeah. So the radio signal is, it suggests yeah. that it has magnetic fields, which means that it's likely to be able to ha be habitable because yeah. it's the only other planet like ours that has a North and South Pole unless you're a flat earther, um, you know, <laughs> that actually a top can and sustain bottom. life, gravity, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's very fascinating. Um, so that is called YZ30B. Uh, no, Seti B. I don't think that's a very catchy name. We should probably call it something like... Seti is the name of the program that looks for planets. Search for yeah, extraterrestrial... This is C-E-T-I, -E not S-E-T-I. Oh, then I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it orbits a star about 12 light years away from us, so it's really just down the road. Um, and <laughs> it, would, it would only take it, 80 years to get there, yeah. It has sent a repeating radio signal that comes from the star and seems to be affected by the planet. So basically, it's kind of like how a mirror works, but with radio waves. So like how the sun bounces off the the moon like a mirror, the, the planet itself is reflecting solar signals in a magnetic field and sending us basically this place is inhabitable. Which is exciting. I like I like that. Because we fucked this planet up already. We should probably move to a new one and start fresh, right? So that's, that's how that's how it should work, yeah. We're kind of in the range now. The reason why SETI and everything exists right now is because we're in the range exactly. now. 
of the amount of years, if somebody had sent a radio signal 80 years ago, right, mm-hmm. we're in the kind of range where we would start to receive those radio signals now. So if someone had said, hello, is there anybody out there? We're in the range now where we could potentially receive those signals. That's how far away they may be coming from. So we look in the ranges that that we should be receiving radio signals from in those periods of time from how far they are away. Excuse me. But keep in mind for most of our existence here on the planet for the 250-odd thousand years that we've been around, um, and and that, again, not what the Bible says, but, you know, facts are hard to refute. Uh, (laughs) And no, it isn't done by carbon dating. Oh my God, there's lots of factors. I had um, a great conversation about carbon dating in work last week. Oh, and the goat, the goat story. They love. They no one actually did that test, by the way. They, it's the funny thing about any type of belief system is they can just say whatever the hell they want because they didn't do they didn't do the test where they gave somebody an old bone and and they tested it and it came out you know, looking like it was a 40 million, dollar, 40 million year old bone, but it really wasn't. It was just a goat's bone from down the road. It D- didn't happen. <laughs> so we were talking about um, how uh, carbon dating, because it only works with carbon, you can't do it with rocks and stuff. But we were talking about how um, how they, they do the maths. Um, well, ha. yeah, so... <laughs> It gets a lot. It gets a lot more deeper than that. But the, the whole point was that bone, human bone, and stuff can be um, carbon dated and stuff. But oh, like, silicon. We're talk- yeah, we're talking about like um, how they carbon date uh, things in space when there's no actual way of measuring actual measurements. Like it's all hypothetical measurements because. A planet can't be a hundred thousand million years old because we've got no way of referencing it, and the distance that that thing could actually move closer and appear younger, move further and appear older, and it was just a whole interesting conversation about how theoretical science is theoretical, which is you know right exactly. It is all theoretical, yeah. and we could be wrong, right? And that's the number yeah. one thing any scientist will say to you. You yeah, could be wrong. Contamination as well, or you know, this could be wrong. Our yeah. best guess, yeah. and the, and the reason why science is superior for saying that they could be wrong, is because the best answer that we as humans who have only been around, and I say two hundred fifty thousand years, it is a very small drop in the ocean amount of yeah. time as per the cosmos amount of time that it's been around. We have been around for no time whatsoever and there hasn't been enough yeah. time for us to speak out loud all of the things that there are to learn in the universe and we don't know everything in the universe but even if we did start off on day one with all of the things to know in the universe in 250,000 years and so assuming we could speak and there was people to listen on day one we have not had enough time to speak out loud all of the things there are to know yeah and that and that is that is a fact and the other thing is that we've done that so many times in our in our life in that small infancy we've had we've had a go at being right so many times until someone or something has influenced 
to change that and and that that i know we've banged on a bit heavy on religion at, the, at this but you know at it's one easter. point religion <laughs> well religion was it is easter yeah religion yeah. was the leading scientific theory because that was the only explanation at the time for that crazy thing that happened that talking bush or that man getting out and pushing that rock and going on vacation you know whatever the the the, the miracle Mushrooms. was there was no no magic yeah but there was no explanation for this magic or you know religious thing that happened it was the science at the time but it was this that's the thing and it was the most believable thing at the time and then the world has moved on and and some people have furthered the science in that industry and others have moved away and found other things that are more evidence-driven and so on and so forth you know i I want so if you watch star trek right uh, some people watch Star Trek. Some people haven't. Um, ne- next generation. Yep. Next generation. Yeah. Next generation. Uh, Picard, the captain of the Enterprise in this particular uh, series of Star Trek. And they meet early on in the series uh, an omnipotent being called the Q. And, and they actually, yeah, they're actually a group of, of omnipotent beings who... You know, like to think that they're higher than the people on the plane that we live on. And they also meet a 2D plane of existence. They meet a 5D plane of existence. They meet people who's, who travel and time is fluid. They can change and move around. The Traveller uh, talks about Wesley uh, Crusher as being, you know, capable of, of moving forward from the human race and becoming more like him. So there's all kinds of experiences inside of science where where the under, even even in science strong science fiction like Star Trek which is really strong science fiction uh looks at the possibility that we're wrong. And and right mm. at the end of uh the Star Trek universe um they get into this point where they realize that using warp drive is damaging the universe. Yep. And they and they yep. turn and they turn warp. They can't go over warp five or something like this. There's there's a there's a limit restriction put on, and it creates this whole other. Uh, we can do this, but should we be doing this? And and even though we want to get out there and 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 become adventurers, every time we seem to go out and adventure into the world, even in this really strong science fiction world. We cause damage because we're doing things we don't understand. We're doing things we don't really know, and we're and we're creating all of this damage to the universe using our rudimentary skills to travel around the galaxies. And whereas other beings that are well above our understanding of the way that the work, the universe and and the extended universe work, they can travel from point to point without having to think about it. They can just click their fingers and they travel from point to point because they don't exist in the same plane of existence that we do. We are constrained by certain rules, which according to these omnipotent higher level beings can be changed. So what we know today could be completely different tomorrow. We, we think the laws of physics are laws and they are stagnant and they cannot change. But tomorrow they could change and we would be like, holy crap, you know, mass attraction doesn't work the same way it used to. 
I now have a hover car. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of these things well, could happen. Things like quantum locking that I still don't understand, but yeah, somehow Kelvin, they can yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a atomic mass attraction, but also quantum entanglement is a really cool one. Mm. So we can entangle two uh, quantum particles and the other one can be on the other side of the universe and, and one could be here and they both react to each other. Even though they're, they're, they're a universe apart, it, they have the ability to, to theorize about these things. And these are things we know today, but tomorrow we could know something completely different, something completely new, something exciting and change. And that ability to realize that you don't know everything today is what allows you to keep searching, to keep looking, to keep trying to find the answer to everything. And you never will. You'll never find the answer to everything because there's so much and you only have such a short period of time. And eventually, accumulative knowledge will amass this huge amount of knowledge and it still will be nothing comparative to what we need to know to know everything. I'm very excited by that. But there are people in the world who need a solid state of existence. They don't want everything to change every day and that's, you know, yeah, I'm gonna. I don't yeah. want to say it's okay. I, I know that I'm supposed to. I know that I'm supposed to sit here and say it's okay if you want to live your life. You can live your life any way you like. But I don't want to. I don't want to say that's okay. I want to say if you think that that the world is one way and that's the only way it could ever be, and you're never wrong, then you're an arrogant son of a bitch. If you think you know everything today, you're an idiot. You're an absolute moron and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you need to get your head checked because things change every day for the better. Computers didn't exist, didn't exist 100 years ago. Yep. They, they, and the first computer was a punch card mechanical system. Today we have mobile phones that could fly multiple spaceships to the moon and back with the computing power of thousands of times. We had people who invented coding and they wrote it by hand on paper to, to yeah. program spaceships to go into space. Of course, a lot of people say that never happened, but also idiots. <laughs> I'm alienating our... our I don't want you as my dear. If you think that you know everything right now, get out because you're an idiot. There's no way. Even, I know, even, even I know we nothing. don't know everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Even yeah, us. Yes. Even us. That's something. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. But that's the, it sounds arrogant, but, you know, it's, it's, it's arrogant in its open mindedness. I think, you know, I want to believe that there, you know, is a sky fairy overlord that is oh, manipulating love it. our lives. Love it. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd like that, but the, the, you know, the, there's that so many conversations we can have. And, that would you know, blow my mind. I'd love for aliens to exist, like actual sentient conversational aliens that we can communicate with. I mean, there's What's loads the first of question you'd ask? These um, why did you waste your time coming here? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this shithole <laughs> fucking hell we've got a lot to, as humans we've got a lot to answer for right and i do find it really exciting uh when i see like flat earthers are a big 
I talk about them a lot because it is really funny. Um, We're still wanting structure. one to come on the show, by the way. So yeah, if you anyone, are one, please come on the show. And I don't know if I do, but I'll, I'll take them. Um, and it's because they seem to think that America is the only country in the world. Well, they, they, they honestly like, and, and there must be Australian flat earthers, but one of the biggest problems with flat earth theory is that if you're not in America, none of it makes any sense. Australia should be a frozen wasteland, which is why they say Australia doesn't exist. We're all act paid actors because it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it'd be so cold according to where the sun is. And then, you know, they have to make up all these new rules so that it actually works. And, and then they just start getting into, well, it just does. Uh, I do have a question about <laughs> these paid actors. That's me, yep. Where, where are you from if you're not from Australia? Like, where are you being recruited from? Like, I live in the NASA camps. Right. Okay. Are you are you like exported <laughs> from other countries to be? I, I I'm I'm curious now. We're actually like, taken at birth and taught the Australian slang, so that we can oh. talk on the media and act, you know, a certain way. Okay. Okay. The that first word Aussie we man reviews. Yeah. First that. word that comes out of my mouth has to be crikey, otherwise they throw you back into the ocean. So we're all orphans. Okay. Okay. There's some evil government overlords going on there, <laughs> definitely. definitely. This could be true or could not be true. It definitely isn't. Um, so, yeah, I think the the funniest thing about people and their belief structures is that they just want everything to be simple. They want a little bit of controversy, but they don't yeah. want to have to think about it too much. Flat Earth and is hope. a great example of that because they can say, Ah, oh, right. Yeah, see, you're all being fooled. I'm the smart one. I've seen through the lies of NASA and the government and everything like this. And the biggest question that was posed to to uh, these people very recently was, so what, China's in on it? North Korea's in on it? Russia's in on it? You know, all these people are in on it. Why hasn't someone spilled the beans yet? Why? <laughs> We've got all the these other, people the at war. Is, and this is quite a controversial one. If you're paid actors for China, Korea, places like that, how come there's no China or Korean, Australian actors? <laughs> Why are you all Anglo-Saxon in in origin? We have we have multicultural. What do you mean? Not according that, to the Neighbours TV show or the Home and the Way TV show. You know? Sure, we used to be quite very, racist. Very I'll small. give you that. <laughs> As a country. Australia seems to be quite oh. racist. I didn't know that Australia was so racist. When I was a kid, um, I didn't know because we didn't have a lot of cultures in my primary school. There was uh, there was probably Anglo-Saxons and maybe like one or two Asians in the whole school. And there was a kid who, who couldn't speak English um and he used to bring a sandwich to work every day he lived on a farm around the corner and it was very strange for us as children because there was no explanation of how to interact with this person or whatever and i feel like yeah. i didn't give him enough time um to learn who he was and things like this as an adult i understand that this person was completely different to what my perception was as a child but i was given no tools to to deal with the situation because I guess it was new for the teachers as well. But now these days I think 
um, it's not not as the same with Asian population. We have a very high level of Asian population here in Australia, and uh, very much less less racism than there used to be. That's for sure. Uh, now there are other demographics that have come into the country, and definitely people. There are racist people in Australia as there are everywhere, but I feel like we're quite an accepting nation. We're starting to, our popular culture is all around acceptance and being together. And I like that, but there's still, you know, the odd idiot that comes along and gets on a soapbox and rah, rah, rah. So Mm -hmm. that being said, I think we need to think about moving on because this topic was really interesting and lots of different facets, lots of different movies to go and check out. But I think... We'd like to do a whole series on different space things and aliens and different ideas, uh, different ways of living, different universal understandings. I'd like to start thinking about if I was an omnipotent being, would I care about be the earthlings? Would I would I care about this universe? Is is there potentially the scale of the universe so big that we are literally like an anthill that in the, in the middle of a field that nobody ever goes in. That's potentially, yeah, that's potentially our significance in the universe. We, we have this self-importantness where we have to collect stuff for our king and queen and we have to do this and that and everything has to be done a certain way. But the reality is, is that we're just in the middle of this field and the field is not important to the universe whatsoever. Nobody ever goes there. You know, one day they'll drive a highway through it and our anthill will be destroyed and we never, never know who we were. Um, that's the kind of level of in-depth thought process that I'd like to go into in one of our episodes this season. We'll see how we go with that. Let us know if you don't want to hear about that and go listen to somebody else's podcast. <laughs> I have pet ants. So that would, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, as for that, we could do a segment for the end of our show. Okay. What kind of well, segment would you like to do? Yeah, let's do an advert let's first. Say, yep. Let's go to... Is this from female underwear or male underwear? Oh, I no, you, oh, you, you mean for our sponsor. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, no. What type of underwear do you wear, Marshall? Is it boxes or briefs? That's that's the That's the question we need to know. Also, he's pretty good at sound editing, I think. I, w- I would say probably one of the best I've ever seen. And if you want to find out more about him, just listen to this nice little advert here. 28% of people listen to the radio. 72% listen to podcasts. 33% of all statistics are made up. That's why at marshallpromusic.com, we don't use statistics. We use our ears. MarshallProMusic.com, your one-stop shop for podcast editing, mixing, mastering, and all things podcast. MarshallProMusic.com. Excellent. What type of underwear do you wear? Do you wear boxes or brief? I'm a boxes kind of guy. I like the freedom. Right? Do you wear a singlet? No. Because it's cold in your country, isn't it? Mm, cold for you guys. For us, it's normal. Right, I guess so. But effectively, I wear a shirt underneath my shirt some days when it's a bit chilly 
because otherwise I get. Yeah, I couldn't do that in your country. I'd die. I wear a body. I wear a body warmer like more often than not, but like that's because like I have health issues. So it, it, it's his hair fell out. That's what happened. Yep. He got so cold it froze. Did you know that today, the the day that we are recording this um, actual podcast is International Beaver Day? So happy Beaver Day to all you beavers out there. Yes, happy Beaver Day. Is that is that beaver as in the animal or beaver as in the fem, femoral genitalia? Um, it's not airplane over here. We're um, no, it's the actual beavers themselves. Ah, I the saw animals. some really cool beaver-like animals the other day. I love beaver-like animals. When I see them, I always think of you. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Oh. I've actually I've actually got that picture you sent me on the wall. It's up. It's hung up behind me now. That's a great picture. It is a very big, talented artist. She was. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't and, know, it's a um, it's a picture of a beaver, as in the animal. The animal. <laughs> so yeah. my friend Anya Amanitas, I, I can't say her last name, but um, she is my next door neighbor, two doors up, and extremely talented artist. Extremely talented. She does comic, uh, not comic books, coloring in books on Amazon. Um, I'll get oh, a link okay. for them. Uh, they're nude. Nude. She did a nude one. Send nudes. It was called. It's like lots of nude women that you can color in if you're interested in that kind of thing. My all the women love it. Just so we're just so aware, this is not something that men do. Women and they, you know, women are quite curvy and they're really interesting to color in. And um, adult coloring in books, they are. They're not adult as in it's not overly sexualized content. It's just. Sensual. Yeah, it's not aimed at children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's boobs and 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 lines where certain elements would be. Um, there's no male in the book either. It's just all female. So there you go. Uh, very interesting okay. coloring in. My wife enjoyed doing that. So segment. I don't know what are we going to do. Let's do a. Uh, I want to. I want to have another go at the million dollar idea. Because I feel like I get rorted on this every single them. time. You seem to lose them every, every time. Every single time. Yeah. I don't know why you win. I think last time I didn't. you came Jeff, up. Jeff won the last one. Our guest won the last one. Yeah, I won yeah, the one okay. before. Well, I'm just saying. Some of the stuff, it's just BS. So we're doing it again. <laughs> okay. Million dollar idea. Let's go. So, you get to go first. You do this to me every time. Every time you're like, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm giving myself my every million. advantage. I don't care. My million dollar idea. Okay. So, I'm going to go for a bin that notifies you what bins you need to put out for the garbage collection by flashing in a particular color it's going to be a smart bin so it's going to use like artificial intelligence and everything to like tell you how to separate like it'll 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 know what you what you should be recycling and what you shouldn't be recycling so you don't have to think about it yourself sounds like garbage to me 
Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. So, yeah, like an artificial intelligence smart bin that, like, deals with all of your recycling separation. Sends you a message when you're supposed to put it out. Says, yeah, put the bins out. Put me out. And you put... And you put whatever you want in there, and it separates it out itself into. It's like, like a Lego sorter. Yeah, yeah, that's my billion-dollar idea. Right there. All right, it probably right. is actually thinking about it. It's probably quite a large bin. It's like a okay. one of those ones that the truck picks up and throws over its head. Yep. Yep. All right. So he's he's got a smart bin. Tells you when to take smart it out. Bin. Sorts out or something. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, my idea, actually, I'm hesitant to say this because it's legitimately a million dollar idea. Oh, okay. Right? okay. We've all we've all heard of of ships in a bottle, right? Yes. Messy yeah, we've we've heard of ships in a bottle. Yeah. Um, this is spaceships in a bottle, and it's actually a collectible item that you can collect all the different spaceships from your favorite science fiction shows in a bottle. So like a pod, because Marshall, Marshall actually collects little spaceships. So yeah, he'd probably pop, like that idea. Yeah, well, there you go. So you know your pop vinyls. You have your pop vinyls that you get. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So this is like like that, but they're little bottles, and you have your spaceship inside the bottle, and and you can collect all the different spaceships, um, and potentially kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, you can have like the whole fleet, Starfleet. You can have the Babylon 5 one. You could have the Lex um, organic spaceship. You could have all different different uh, X-Wings, TIE Fighters, Y-Wings, all the different B-Wings, all those guys. You could have like series of, of spaceships from the different movies, uh, Battlestar, Galactica. You could have, oh, I'm, I actually want to go and buy this right now. <laughs> so, it's, so it's an updated thing of the old build the little ship inside the bottle thing. Would they be buildable or would they already be built inside? The no, bottle no, bottles? no. They're just, you just buy them. I don't think anybody's okay. got the patient for, for that any these days. Not I think anymore. you just, no, yeah. I think you're right. And you, and you give them as gifts to, to start like fanatics. And you, and you can have like a little bottle holder. Like a, a rack, and you put the bottles in sideways, and it shows the the spaceship in the side of the of the thing, and you can have that on the wall, and you can have like the the rack could have Star Wars on it, or Star Trek, or you know the Enterprises, or something something like this on the rack, and it would be for each individual set, um, and you could have all the different sets of spaceships. Okay. And then, would they be like proportional? So like you'd have like a small bottle for a small, like the Delta flyer and then like a bigger one for like the enterprise, et cetera. Or would they all be like, would there be a standard size? So I'm just thinking like with the death star, for example, fit inside yeah. a bottle, how big would the bottle be? You know? Yeah. I, like, I think it'd be a standard size. I'm thinking the size of um, like a, Ooh, maybe like a, a, a pony, like pony-sized glass. For those of you that don't know okay. what a pony is, it's a, it's less than a, than a midi. It's it's smaller. It's half the size of a midi glass. 
So you've got pony midi schooner. What do you, you have pints in America, in UK, don't you? Pints, yeah. Pint, uh, half pint, and then whatever's the one between half pint. We have and a yard. Nothing. We have a yard as well. A yard is like um, That's like a tall four pints. Yeah. It's a long, yeah, yeah. And we anyway, have a Steiner, so, which is a German one, like double pints. Yeah. The point is, is that there would be a standard size and you would be able to collect all the, I actually really want some of these right now. I, I feel like this is a legitimate business opportunity for somebody out there. Um, You'd have to get go. the licensing for all the, the different brands, but I think you could it's definitely do be it. Possible, yeah. yeah. Or you could just like misspell them. So you have Star Crack and Space Wars. <laughs> <laughs> have them slightly different colors so instead of gray they're neon green or something yeah that's like the dodgy so this is how popular my idea would get is that you'd have the legit licensed ones which are star wars star trek all this sort of stuff and then you'd have the dodgy ones that people rip it off the good ones so that they sell those at the markets <laughs> anyway i think that would be good you let me let us know what you think marshall Thanks for that. Yep. Welcome to Million Dollar Idea. Let's see this week who's our grand winner. Is it idea number one? Dusty Bin meets R2-D2. You don't want to put the wrong thing in or it could end up as robot wars in the streets. Or is it idea number two? Space pirates in a bottle. That's right, collect your very own replicas of the spaceships you will never travel on. This is actually a pretty good idea. I think we have a winner. Take a bow, Sonic. You've finally done it. As we're coming to the end of our podcast now, I just wanted to mention yes. again, thank you so much, uh, everybody, for helping us reach a 1,000 listens on our podcast. Uh, even though we're o- over 100 over that now, um, I think this podcast has exceeded our expectations. I think we thought we might get one or two listeners here and there. Uh, but yeah, we have yeah. a, we have a, an entire university lecture room full of listeners. We have pods that have had over 130 listens um, on their own, on their own. And we, and, and we can only thank you guys for, for listening to what we say. We'd love your feedback, by the way. We, we're not people who sit here and think we know everything as we went over in detail during this podcast. So if you want to tell us th- things, if you want to yell at us about something that we said, if you want to tell us Jesus is real and we're idiots, that's fine. Bring it on. We love it. We'd, and if you want to come on the show and tell us in person, we'd love that even more. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. We are scary. Uh, we are. No, we are. We. Yeah, we yeah, we're terrifying. We're so yeah, we're still terrified. <laughs> I mean, people walk into the room, they see us, they walk out because they're yeah. so scared of us. And I and I do want to thank again, uh, Marshall Pro Music for all the effort that he's put in in the in the last two seasons, um, and and continuing potentially. I haven't asked him if he still wants to do it. So yeah, he's down. He's down with the clan. Down with the homeboys. 
Um, so he's he's instrumental to our success with his quality and the things that he brings along. I was hesitant to to bring in the quality level to the level that he brings because I thought it would lose its garage style Wayne's World esque um, pod. But to be honest, I'm very happy with the outcome, and we've still got our dodgy, don't know what we're doing kind of attitude towards it. It just sounds a lot Henry better. Henry Land, Henry Land, <laughs> excellent, party on. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, Wayne's World, what a great movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Because there's potentially a lot of kids that haven't seen Wayne's World. Go and see Wayne's World. There you go. Watch it on some sort of streaming service such as YouTube. <clears throat> now, the amount of unsolicited advertising we do on this channel, yeah. we yeah. should get money. We should. Send money. Don't. Send money. Can't be unpaid. <laughs> Donations are very accepted. Yeah. All right. We're going to finish the podcast now, guys. Have a great day and uh, happy Easter for whatever the hell that means. Happy Easter. See you later, zombie Jesus. Caesar Tisk.